In this episode, we do a case study of outdoor voices. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, uh, we are looking at a brand that probably you're familiar with. It's called Outdoor Voices. They are an athleisure wear. I mean, I guess they're really just athletic clothing. Uh, They're a fitness brand and a lifestyle brand and a big community brand. And they, uh, they've been around for a little while. They're pretty massive at this point. I think most people know who they are, uh, but they're relatively new. And when I say relatively, I mean in comparison to like a Nike uh, or even I believe they're they're younger than a Lululemon. So they are relatively new and grew very, very quickly. And in this episode, I want to do a case study of their business. Uh, so a few episodes back, I did an episode called the five requirements of starting a business. Those five requirements were a problem that needs to be solved, a solution to that problem, uh, people who suffer from that problem, a way to get that solution uh, in front of those people to make sure they know about it. And then finally, a model, i.e. what you're going to charge, how you're going to deliver things like that. So we're going to be going through those five requirements and applying them to Outdoor Voices to see how they built this massive, massive fitness empire. Now, before we jump in, I do want to give a quick disclaimer. I have not interviewed the founder of Outdoor Voices. I have not talked to anybody at the company. Uh, This isn't like a sponsored thing. So I'm just looking at what I can find based on publicly Uh, given information from interviews they've done, from their social media accounts, from uh, uh, I I recently listened to an episode of How I Built This, where uh, the founder was featured. So there's a few different sources I'm using for this information, but I just want to make sure it's crystal clear this is not official information. I did not talk to anyone at the company. I just decided it would be a cool episode to do. Now, with that said, as a final thing before we jump into the episode, be sure to join us over on YouTube if you haven't already, youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. We're growing very quickly there, and I'd love to have you uh, join us there so that we can have bigger conversations in the comments section of this video. If you're already watching there, drop a comment below and let me know what you think. All right, let's jump into the episode. So Outdoor Voices, if you're not familiar with them, is a fitness brand that has sort of taken, I don't want to say the world by storm, but they have taken a pretty significant chunk of people by storm. They are very heavily focused on community. They're very heavily focused on building sort of an identity. And that is sort of what has allowed them to grow as quickly as they have. So let's look at the first piece of this puzzle, which is a problem that needs to be solved. Now, the founder of the company in a recent interview with uh, How I Built This talked about the original concept for it. So she was an athlete. I believe she was a high school and a college athlete 
And at some point in her college career, she got sort of separated from athlete culture. So she didn't really think of herself as an athlete anymore necessarily, but she was someone who loved being fit and using their body. So she recognized this gap in the marketplace because at the time, uh, really you had Nike was the and still is the biggest sort of fitness brand in the world and they largely focus on the aspiration of being an elite athlete so what i mean by that well the whole idea behind their campaign is that if a pro athlete someone who's operating at the absolute top of their field can utilize nike's in their training in their performance then surely you can. And if you want to be better, if you want to improve, if you want to uh, aspire to be that pro athlete, then you need to be using Nikes to help you get there. That's the brand they've built is uh, the identity of the person who wants to be the best, someone who wants to be incredible, the top 10%, top 1% of their field, someone who is aspiring to be amazing. And that's that worked. That worked really, really well. As we know, Nike is a massive company and they have partnered with pretty much every major athlete at the top of their game. Outdoor Voices did the opposite. She recognized that there is a large group, if not a larger group of people who have no interest in being the super elite athlete. They don't want to necessarily work out seven days a week, three times a day. They don't want to aspire to be the marathon runner who wins every single race. They don't necessarily want to be the top 1%. They just want to use their bodies. They just want to be fit. They just want to be in shape. They just want to be healthy. They just want to belong to something. And that's the group that Outdoor Voices decided to target. And so their approach to it, their their solution to this problem, the problem stated very clearly was that there was no brand or very few brands at the time targeting that group of people who uh, just wanted to work out who just wanted to be in shape and use their bodies. She created a brand and a lifestyle around that. She found that identity and attached the brand Outdoor Voices to that identity in order to create a place, a a space, and that's truly what Outdoor Voices is. It's not really about the apparel or the, the, the clothing or the shoes or any of the stuff, right? It's ultimately about the identity. It's about the space that you created. It's about knowing that you can meet people who are also outdoor voices types of people. And that, by definition, means you're going to have things in common. You're going to be a similar type of person. So that's the solution she found to that problem. When we get back, we're going to look at the customer that they decided to target, the marketing they used to get it off the ground, and the model that they have built their business on. Stick around for that. Let me tell you about one of the ultimate life hacks. It's hard to find the time to sit down to read and learn more. And when you don't have free time, you can't read or work on personal development. Well, there's an incredible app for that, and it solves that problem with ease. I highly recommend it. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique, and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information, from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. 
Successful people like business leaders are well known for reading a lot of books, and Blinkist is made for busy people like you who want to get the main points of a book quickly so you can start using that information right away. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, on your lunch break, or while you exercise. Just 15 minutes. 12 million people are using Blinkist right now, and it has a massive and growing library from self-help, business, health, to history books. It has the latest titles from bestsellers lists, as well as the classic nonfiction titles you always meant to read but never had the time to. One of the books I've been meaning to read for a while is Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. It's one of those books that I hear about constantly, but I just haven't had a chance to pick up yet. Thankfully, with Blinkist, I can go through it in 15 minutes and then decide, do I want to pick up the full book or not? Either way, I get the information and I can walk away knowing what that book is about and using its insights to improve my life. With Blinkist, you can get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. And right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for Tiny Leaps listeners. Go to Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to try it free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps. We're back. We're doing a case study of Outdoor Voices, and I'm super excited for this. I think it's such a cool process to go through line by line and sort of talk about what businesses have done to become massive. So do me a favor. If you like this episode, uh, reach out to me, whether it's on YouTube in the comment section over at youtube.com slash Greg Clunas, or I am at Greg Clunas on pretty much every social media. Find me somehow and let me know what you think about this episode. So let's jump back into the case study with Outdoor Voices. Uh, We are looking at the customer, the target group of people. Now, for their business, and this is quite frankly true of most businesses, but extra true for Outdoor Voices because we we just talked about how um, they heavily focused on finding an identity of person and then building a space for those people, building a community that they could exist within and find other outdoor voices people. That means being very specific with who your niche audience is. That means niching down very specifically. And from what I can tell based on their social media, based on their website, based on uh, the marketing that they've done, their customer is the female 25 to 45 who is into fitness, into yoga, into running, into uh, whatever their sport is, but doesn't take themselves so seriously, right? They're more interested in the process of doing that thing rather than the outcome. They're not running the race necessarily to win number one. They're running it to beat themselves, to be better than they were yesterday, They're not necessarily doing yoga because they want to do crazy headstands and have a yoga body. They're doing it because they like the process of yoga. They crave that feeling of going to the class and going through it and having knowing that they did that. By identifying that very specific person and catering all of their marketing and uh, their approach to that person, 
outdoor voices becomes a way for them to uh, accomplish that. It becomes uh, an, a piece of who they are, a piece of that identity. And when they meet other outdoor voices people, they know this is the same type of person who doesn't run the race necessarily to win number one, but in order to beat themselves, who doesn't necessarily go to yoga because they want headstands, but in order to feel good about doing yoga. Outdoor Voices created a space for that person. That is the product, ultimately. It's the the lifestyle, the identity, the brand. It's the connection to each other through Outdoor Voices as a platform. And in order to do that, they needed a very specific marketing strategy around who they wanted to talk to. So how did they do that? How did they create that marketing? Well, in the beginning, from my understanding, it was a lot of local events. Why did they do that? Because if they're going to create a space for people, they need to bring people together. And starting an events-based marketing strategy purely online, focused exclusively on online events, is very, very difficult. So they focused on local events and then used the internet to make that reach further, to take all the photos, the content, the interviews, whatever it is they did at that event, all of a sudden had a much bigger reach. You could use it to create this aspirational idea around the outdoor voices person. So even if you couldn't attend the event, you could relive the event through social media. But the key part was the event. It was bringing people together in the same room, having all of these people that are different and unique, but all outdoor voices people connecting with each other in the same room. By doing that and then sharing that online, you allow other outdoor voices people to see outdoor voices as the main connection point between these people. You allow them to start looking for, are there outdoor voices events by me? You allow them to start connecting with other people who are probably outdoor voices people as well and starting up their own satellite groups. It becomes a really powerful way to grow your community and your brand and your lifestyle simply because people want to be a part of it. People want to uh, engage with that community. They want to belong to it because it speaks to them. And again, in order to do that, you have to have a very specific group of people. So finally, let's end on their model. So what is the actual business model behind their business because this is something that people get lost on. We think that starting a podcast is, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. No, it's no, it's not. You have to sell something. For me, I sell advertising. I sell merchandise. I sell books. I sell any number of things. But my business is not my podcast. My business are the things that I sell. And it's the same with Outdoor Voices. Their business is not the community. Their business is the apparel. Their business is anything they are selling to that community. If they decide they want to start a conference in the future, I know they just started a magazine recently, that is their business model. And all of the things that come with that. For example, if they're in the apparel business, the model includes what are they going to price that? How are they going to ship everything out? Do they do free shipping or not? How do they handle returns? That's the model. So what we've seen here is that by taking a very unique idea for a space, not unique as a whole, but unique within the space that it was in at the time, i.e., there should be a brand for this kind of person. 
and then utilizing digital marketing and social media to push that message further, to connect with people who couldn't physically be there and allow them to vicariously live through the photos, vicariously live through the experience of others. And building that, and this is the most notable part, building all of that on top of a profitable model that has been proven, an e-commerce model, a, an apparel model, a sales model, you end up with one of the largest and fastest growing businesses, at least in the fitness space. So what is your takeaway here? Well, if you are trying to start a business, if you're trying to start something, you need to, number one, find a gap in the market you're targeting. Number two, figure out who it is you're serving. Number three, Pick your marketing. It doesn't have to be community-oriented, but that is what Outdoor Voices did. And if you're going to go the community route, then you need to really hit on a, uh, a an identity, a philosophy, a lifestyle that you want to connect with. Number four, make sure people are aware of that thing through whatever means. And then number five, build an actual business model behind it. I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, find us over on YouTube at youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. I'd love to connect with you there. Uh, be sure to click subscribe wherever you're tuning in. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.